Welcome to The Voice of Reason with Dr. Sonia Thompson of Arise Ministries International. Get ready to be strengthened with solid foundational truths inspired by the living word and changed by fresh revelation that will push you into a victorious life now. Welcome and thank you for joining me today on the Voice of Reason podcast. This is your host, Apostle Sonia Thompson. Today, I am introducing a live, yes, I said live, a real-time teaching that you get to be a part of to a group of young Arise Timothys and Sarahs, which is an extension of Arise Ministries International. Arise Timothy's and Sarah's is under the direction of Prophet Natalie Westenscow, who's my executive assistant and an Elisha in my life. So listen carefully, grab your Bible and something to take notes with as you get ready to encounter the presence of the Holy Spirit in this teaching and do your friends a favor and share this podcast with them because God has something unique to share with you today. Let's go to Joshua 10. I'm sorry, excuse me, Joshua 9, right? And I'm going to read from the top. All the kings west of the Jordan in the hills and foothills and along the Mediterranean sea coast north toward Lebanon, the Hittites, Amorites, Canaanites, Pezites, the Hivites, all the ites got the news. They came together in a coalition to fight against Joshua and Israel under a single command. The people of Gibeon heard what Joshua had done to Jericho and Ai and cooked up a ruse. They posed as travelers, their donkeys loaded with patched sacks and mended wineskins, threadbare sandals on their feet, tattered clothes on their bodies, nothing but dry crusts and crumbs for food. And they came to Joshua at Gilgal and spoke to the men of Israel. We've come from a far off country. Make a covenant with us. And the men of Israel said to these Hivites, how do we know you aren't local people? How could we then make a covenant with you? And they said to Joshua, we'll be your servants. And Joshua said, who are you now? Where did you come from? And they said, from a far off country, very far away. Your servants came because we've heard such great things about God, your God, all those things he did in Egypt. And the two Amorite kings across the Jordan, King Sihon of Heshbon and King Og of Bashan, who ruled in Ashtaroth. Our leaders and everybody else in our country told us, pack up some food for the road and go meet them. Tell them we're your servants. Make a covenant with us. This bread was warm from the oven when we packed it and left to come and see you. Now look at it, crust and crumbs. And our cracked and mended wineskins, good as new when we filled them. And our clothes and sandals and tatters from the long, hard traveling. And the men of Israel looked over them and accepted the evidence, but they didn't ask God about it. That's the part I want to get to. Okay, verse 14. Tiana, read verse 14. Then the man, the man, sorry. Then the men of Israel took some of their provisions, but they did not ask the counsel of the Lord. Okay, tell me what yours says. The men of Israel looked looked them over and accepted the evidence, but they didn't ask God. Luke, Gavin. So the Israelite men partook of their food and did not consult the Lord. Okay, so what is something that you're noticing here, Tian? They didn't ask the Lord. Huh? They didn't ask the Lord. Say it again. They didn't ask the Lord. What didn't they ask the Lord? Um, 
So when they saw and had questions, they didn't ask the Lord, are these people that you've sent? They just assumed so because they look like what God described. Yes. But when they were unsure, they never asked. Yes. What do you think? It's kind of like they just gave a little pat down and sent them on the way. Okay. What about you, Gavin? Pretty much, um, the same with everybody saying, they looked and they accepted what it looked like on the front. Um, and they didn't ask God about it. Yes. <clears throat> what I want to point out in the Message Bible is that it says, they looked the men over and accepted the evidence. They accepted the evidence. What does it mean to accept evidence? What is evidence? Anybody know what evidence is? So we understand. You said proof? Yes. Okay. Tiana? Evidence. What does evidence mean? I feel like when I hear evidence, I think about it's like... Things that you would use to find the truth. Okay, so facts. That's what you're saying. You're describing facts. Things that you would use to say, oh, this is facts. This is the truth. Facts, truth. So, yeah, you're describing that. And then Lucas said proof. Anybody else have anything to chime in? Something physical, like in, you know, right in front of your face that tells you without speaking that that's what it is. So something clear, yeah. right? Proof, clear, right? Something that proves that this is the correct thing, right? That's that's evidence. Why we have that's the evidence that God is talking that when God uses evidence, right? So here's some other words: documentation, a sign, a witness, right? These are all um, definitions for evidence. So let's go back. And he said in verse 14, he looked them over. The men of Israel looked them over and accepted the proof, accepted the facts, accepted what looked like to be true things, right? But they didn't ask God about it. So how many times in our life, you move the flowers out. How many times in our life, Lucas, move the flowers out to behind you. Thank you. How many times in our lives do we accept things by the way that they look because they look like God, they sound like God, they like they look like a Christian, they sound like a Christian, they act like a Christian, they dress like a Christian, they do Christian things, but we don't ask God about it. Are they really a Christian, God? Or how about how many times in our life do we hang out with people and call someone a friend? You know, they act like a friend, they look like a friend, they behave like a friend, but really they don't have good intentions as a friend, but we don't ask God about it. We don't say, Hey God, did you bring this person into my life as a friend? You know, God, did you bring this person into my life to partner you up with in a business transaction? You know, God, how about ideas? We can do that with ideas. It looks like God. It sounds like God. It acts like God, right? But did we ask God? Because, because he can easily, if they would have asked God, if they would have just said, Hey God, are these people sent by you? God would have said, no, they're not. And they would have immediately found out the manipulation that the Gibeonites were trying to bring them under. Mm -hmm. Right. And so how many times have we been in that place? 
And what is it that got us there? What was the main mistake that we did? We didn't consult who? So what'd you say? I was going to say we assumed like based off of what something You went off the evidence. You're saying, oh, evidence was enough. Yes? So you didn't consult God. Evidence was enough. So you figured, oh, it's not, it's got to be God because it looks like it, talks like it, walks like it, right? Kind of like that saying, what if it acts like a duck and walks like a duck, must be a duck, right? It ain't a duck. Okay. Can you see areas in your life today that require for you to kind of take a step back and ask God, is this you, right? Are you calling me to a higher level of working out? Are you calling me? Is this, is this, are you asking me to do this in this amount of time? Is this you, Lord? Is this person in my life really my friend that you sent to me? You know, male or female, doesn't matter. Is this my future wife, right? Because we're going to get to that place one day. Is this my future husband? Is this the person I'm supposed to be courting? right? Because I know that you guys are young, but these are still things that are going to happen. Is this my business partner? Am I supposed to move forward with this business idea, right? Because we get so caught up by the amount of money that the person says we could make that we don't stop and ask, Hey God, is this you? Are you sending this person? Are you, did you send this creative idea? Did you say that this business is something I'm supposed to participate in? That's all I wanted to share with you today is I want you to take some time, right? And really reflect on your life and see areas in your life where you took the evidence as if it were God and never sought the Lord. Because if you've done that, Tiana, if you've done that, Gavin, if you've done that, Lucas, right? If you've done that, you need to repent. There are consequences. There were consequences to the to Joshua and, and the others. They had to accept the Gibeonite. They had to accept it because they made a promise unto God. They made a, co- a covenant with God. They had to walk it out. You don't want to put yourself in a position like that where you have to be a part of a relationship because you didn't seek God. Yes? Yeah. All right. That was it. I pray you enjoyed the lesson and you have taken good notes so that you can go back at a later time and sit with this word from the Lord. Don't forget to share this on your platforms with your friends. And until next time on The Voice of Reason. Thanks for tuning in to The Voice of Reason podcast with Dr. Sonia Thompson. We solicit your prayers and support. Please visit our website at www.ariseministriesintl.com for more information about our products, ministry, or to submit your prayer request. Don't forget to connect with us on Facebook at Arise Ministries INTL. Be sure to tune in again next week with the Voice of Reason.